0: Welcome to Through the Wire.
1: Through the Wire. Woo, baby daddy, let's get it. Poppin' shorty, wanna roll with the Through the Wire crew. That's our new thing song.
0: Ooh. <laughs> I won't mess with that, I'm sorry. That was way too long. <laughs> he
1: said, ooh, shout out to my boy D-Mills, man. D-Mills, man. That's my boy. We've been rocking out for a long time,
0: man. Yes, sir. Uh, welcome back to another classic episode um, a lot of things going on in the world, and we here to give you at least an hour release from everything else as we talk about Ball Pierre. We want to open up, man. We saw you make some big money, man. We may have to take Derek segment money bag meals and throw it to you, man, because h- how much you come up this week?
1: Uh, basically a thousand stack yeah.
0: mm.
2: I seen people was, I seen FanDuel have replied to you. I seen lowers like right. you his low was like, you know what, I might have to get into this type of stuff. Uh, yeah. bro, everybody, D-Mails, tell everybody what app you use, because that was probably like, everybody was asking. Don't them, like, tell people what don't, you don't use.
1: Tell what, this is my thing, like You just said you saw them reply to me. So, <laughs> that means the people that were asking, they saw who replied to me. And you know why they replied to me? Because I tagged them. So, I purposely wasn't telling people what I use unless I knew them personally, because it's like, bro, it's right there. It's <laughs> right there. Like, yeah, I, I know Kenny He be on he be on it a lot doing like certain things where he's advertising stuff. So I know he knows. But like me and like Flex, because y'all as y'all know I manage Flex. So like when he does something like this promotion type thing, we always sit back and laugh because he'll literally put out like a flyer that's like, hey, music video dropping Monday. And somebody will literally comment like, bro, when is this dropping? And it's like, bro, it's literally (laughs) in a tweet. It's dropping Monday. It's just like, yo, what app is this? And it's like, bro. They're tagged. (laughs) It's right there. It's so crazy that people just like, they don't even, it's like, they don't even look. They They
3: They just ask. They just ask questions before they read and like, look.
1: And then sometimes what'll happen is one person will ask, right? Like the first person, and then you'll reply and you'll tell them like, oh, bro, that's blah, blah, blah. And it's like, they don't like... For me when i see something i'll read comments like maybe they right. answered it before like if somebody posted something a, a situation that, that happened that i don't know let's just say like i don't know kim kardashian Kanye getting divorced maybe somebody puts out like a meme that i don't understand so i'm gonna read the comments because somebody's gonna be like yo i don't get it and then yeah. you'll be able to people to skip that they just go ask and it's like bro you expect me to tell 15 people where to go get this
3: like, yeah the amount of dms i got was crazy cuz I so I just responded to someone's tweet I just quoted it and put FanDuel Sportsbook. I just I just decided just to tweet it and I still get DMs still ask me
0: what have you used. <laughs> it's amazing. I, y'all funny. For a few for a few weeks. Y'all still end up saying the name of the app even though we probably shouldn't say the name of the app. Um oh. it is what it is what it is, you know what I'm saying? Um Derek, you ain't come up a thousand but you came up somewhat this week, right? Or or was that last week?
3: I like, up? This this week Brandon Ingram sold me in the one game. Um, I had him over two and a half threes. I think he made one, <laughs> um, but he did. Always score.
0: bet the under on Pelican threes. Always
3: bet the under on Pelican
0: threes. Mm-hmm.
3: Always, always. Okay. Okay, you got to listen I to that. that no,
0: I've never won a parlay. By the way, I'm just saying that they don't. They can't shoot. That's all I'm saying.
3: Yeah, but I, he is a bucket. He kind of he kind of scores all over the court. So I figured that game he wouldn't. It
1: is parlays, there is no scientific thing, man. Just yeah. I don't make my part. I've never, on any bet that I've won on FanDuel, it's never been some shit that I pre-did. All of my shit is literally made minutes before the game. <laughs> it's a feel. Yeah. It's just a feel. Oh, I feel I'm just watching. Oh, man, I, I know Gary Harris. I just know he's about to get more than, than, than two rebounds. Right. So, boom. You know what I mean? Like certain shit you, and I also I don't fuck with like I don't fuck with like how do I say it's not being disrespectful? I don't fuck with no weak ass motherfuckers. I'm not <laughs> with you. you know what I <laughs> mean? It's like certain things I'm not gonna take that a bum is gonna get 13 points. Yeah. I'm not gonna do it. I'm just I can't risk my money on a bum. You know mm. what I mean? So I go for Luca. Luca's gonna get 30. Yoke. I get my stars for the points, and then I use the bums for the little shit. He'll get. Two, he can. He should get two assists. <laughs> 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 get two that's how
2: that's i was thinking about like i can't probably take no bet where it's say like patrick beverly gotta get like 13 points or nothing like that i'm I, just I,
0: I bet it on one parlay with him his over under for the points was like six and i bet the over and he didn't hit the over <laughs> 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 i was like yeah it's the type of around.
2: dude that he'll have five with it or two or like he'll, yeah. he'll have an open shot you see him just miss or something you like oh
1: I mean, I mean patrick beverly has made me a lot of money but it's on the first bet- basket that's right. the only thing i ever bet on patrick Beverly for his first basket. He's won me two of
0: those. You know what's funny about Patrick Beverly? What'd you say, D. Mills? He did his thing last night. Well
2: maybe they, <laughs> they, they did. Yeah, they kind of blew that.
0: We're gonna we gonna talk about that in a second, but um yesterday I rewatched Hoop Dreams for like a thousandth time and then uh, I was in a party with Mike. I was like, Okay, I gotta find part two, because y'all know they did a part two and it was with Patrick Beverly and I watched it and it was ass. It was so bad. I w- I'm so mad at myself for sitting down and watching an hour and a half movie. And then nothing come of it Nothing at all It was you super bad You shouldn't yeah. have
2: Part 2 to a historic movie Like that yeah. That's why Thanks. Yes. Usually part 2s Are also just bad
0: But it was you know? Part 1s like, are so good That you just want to see more Ask yeah. the question KB Ask it what, what question?
2: Have you seen Hoop Dreams? You no. know
0: they didn't You know they didn't I think Mike said he had I've right? I
2: seen that shit But that was such a long time That was a literally a, Like the longest time ago
0: Derek but that's inexcusable For multiple reasons I'm just saying it's a basketball movie for one. It's from uh, it's from here. Mm-hmm. Like everything is like you've seen before. You know what I'm saying? It's from this city. It, and it's a classic basketball it, movie.
1: It's a scene where Arthur Arthur uh Aggie Aggie is uh like playing with his pops at the at the court, like at a playground and his pops going by drugs. Me and Contreras literally had, used to go to camp right there. Yeah, hey. we
0: have pictures of that that uh, that yeah. spot. And that, yeah, I was thinking about that too. We literally have pictures. It's a picture of um, me and Pierre holding trophies with his brother in the background too. And it's another picture. It's like a team picture where because I'm like two years younger than P, so I was uh, like the youngest in the league, and I was holding the basketball, and the whole team was around me touching the basketball. I was like they, young people. Derrick Rose. Yeah, it yeah. was in the newspaper. I was yeah. like. So yeah, that yeah that's it's so weird to see places because it took place in the late '80s, early '90s. So to see the same place to still stay the same, it's kind of depressing in a way. It, it's just a little bit of depressing. But let's get into some basketball. We mentioned Patrick Beverly. We have to open up the show. Wait, with wait, wait, are you just gonna skip over the, the skip over the question? Oh my fault, my, fault. my fault.
2: We gotta go over the comments. My fault. It's your show too. Take over. No, no. We got two best comments, and you know they don't really the do best comments because they maybe laugh. This one comes from Luke Kyrie. He says, I like how Pierre started off hella strict with the rules, but halfway he just stopped giving a damn because I would literally just start shouting shit out. And he's like, no, that's not hell.' He was going on to the next one.
1: Greg, we would've been there for two hours.
2: (laughs) Uh, Next best comment comes from Bob Doe, who says, damn, he keep a job. (laughs) A.k.a. Trevor Ariza's career. Because I think Trevor is like damn near the the real dude who has been on every damn team. Yeah." Man ain't even played yet, but he still got a job, and he he probably gonna get traded too.
1: Difference is Trevor reason too is he actually gets paid. Like a lot of those guys get like little little you digs. Trevor Ariza be getting a
2: bag when he's yeah. like, mm-hmm.
0: and, and then you end up being like Iggy from last year. We don't play the get traded to a contender.
2: Facts, facts. Uh, this is the worst comment. It's all the worst comment because of how to start off. He says I'm gonna need y'all to stop disrespecting Kyrie, and I thought it was interesting. So I want to see what y'all think, but. Ky- Says Kyrie was literally dropped fifty the first game last year, and he was averaging twenty-seven before he got hurt. This year, he's on—he's almost averaging thirty. This year, he's on a better track for a better year. What what's kind of like stopping here from being in that conversation for top point guard? Because we always just say like Steph, Steph Curry. and, and not Damian the, Lillard. hes not a top point guard. It's what did simple. we say last episode that this? I,
0: was... We didn't say anything. It's because we Kyrie. didn't
2: say anything about right. Kyrie Irving. Oh. So I want to say,
0: why is he always? Next? Kyrie Irving ain't ain't fucking with Steph Curry. It's simple. I
1: think he is a top point guard. I just don't think.
0: He's think. not number one, right? He mm-hmm. could be number three. He could be number four. Being number four out of all the point guards in the league is fucking amazing. Yeah, you just that's
1: the thing with that's the thing with fans. That I don't understand. Like, why the fuck am I talking about Kyrie Irving if I'm just talking about the top? Like, I don't have to talk about the fourth and fifth guy. There's no yeah. reason. Just like Cade Cunningham in a draft class, Cade Cunningham to be is like the significant one. So if you want to ask me the top pick, I'm gonna say him. It, don't, it ain't no disrespect to Jalen Suggs. We all know he's killing. It's it's literally no disrespect, but it's why why we talk about if you talk to me about contenders. Why the fuck am I talking about the Knicks? Right. <laughs> you know, Even we used to to talk about the, the fourth seed, not the fifth seed. Why would we discuss them?
3: Yeah, yeah. We talked about if we wanted to just build a team yeah. out the mud, who we go with, and if we wanted to win the championship, who we go with. We go- crazy
1: man. And then also stop making points to me about points. I don't care about points. Make a basketball point. We like. That's how you're gonna get a response from me. Don't talk to me about point per game averages. I don't care. I don't care. Earl voice, <laughs> this man, literally talked about nothing but what he averaged. I, I, oh, cool. You googled what he averaged. Talk yeah. about it. I asked about point.
0: Yeah, it's 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 weird. Oh, uh, Kyrie is gonna come up later in the show for his absence and everything. But let's let's focus on. <laughs> Um, that twenty-point game that was blown from the Clippers. No, no, man. Uh, talk about the best point guard in the league. He showed it yesterday. Um, some people on the panel was real down on Steph Curry the first week of the season. I ain't saying no names, but he has turned that around completely. Followed up by sixty, some thirties, and at the end of the day, Warriors wins. You know, that's all that really matter.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout out to him. But um, there's a there's a key difference in them winning and then their slow start and goes by name draymond green so Mm -hmm. steph curry um as good as he has been it seems that the little piece that draymond green adds is the difference maker because it's somebody who's familiar with the system on how to get steph certain shots how to screen for steph where he likes the ball um getting other guys in order holding them accountable you see like like we talked about point I made early, like, the, the Warriors would struggle a little bit because they don't have high IQ guys for the system that they run. You know, they have athletic guys, you know, and things like that, but not the IQ. And we saw early on when Draymond wasn't there and they would make some mistakes, Steph would kind of smirk, look the the way. He's not – because he's just not that confrontational guy that's going to be like, Kelly, get your ass right there. That's Draymond. So now they have Draymond who's going to hold guys accountable. I've seen a bunch of times where Wiggins have missed a free throw. Draymond, like, don't hold your head. You're good. Come on. Keeping it up. And then he also knows, like I said, how to get Steph where he wants to be. I can't expect Kelly Oubre, no training camp, new team to know exactly how to screen for Steph Curry. You know, in the grand scheme of things, screening, it seems so simple. But when you talk about the best shooter in the world, there's a particular way you need to screen for him. Um, you know, so uh, I think that's a, another reason why they'll get better with time. I don't know how good they'll be, but uh, Draymond has definitely allowed them to be, Close to what we first thought they would
3: be. Yeah. And I know, like, we say, like, James Wise is a solid rim protector, but Draymond Green gives them a different, like, defensive, like, look. And he's a guy that when he's on defense, I see him, like, dictating, like, hey, match up there, pick up the ball, like, all that type of, all those little things that, like, vocal leaders Mm -hmm. need to bring to the table. They were lacking it. Like, even like Kevin Garnett, I mean, yeah, like Kevin Garnett, (laughs) his biggest strength was anchoring the defense and yelling out, screen here, screen left. And, like, th- those are things really help, like, you get much better defensively.
2: Yeah, I mean, I like what you guys said. I mean, I did, I, Derek especially, I, they're especially, there's just two – there's different ways to just, like, protect the rim. Obviously, we know we can shot block, but another part of that is just being in the right place at the right time and, and getting good contests and making sure you're boxing out. And we all know when Draymond's on the floor, that that's part of the things he's going to bring to the team. I also think it's just, like, once his team got a rhythm – you know, and Eric Paschal, he he wasn't, you know, literally as like how he started, you know, the beginning of the season. And Andrew Wiggins, he's starting to get going. That's always just going to open up the whole game for everybody as well. And then I, the Clippers, man, like I, I, I never want to just say like bad things about the Clippers, but how, how could you blow that lead, bro? How could you blow like and I think like the main thing for them is they always just seem to like whenever they do have their leads, it's never like okay, this team's actually on a little 10-0 run or they're coming back. Let's change our game plan. It, it just goes down to, you know what? Kawhi got to just save us. Kawhi got to get the best shot available. You know what? Mm-hmm. That don't always work for them down the stretch. And then everybody, Patrick Beverly, ain't got a good look. He got to throw up some bogus stuff. You got the Moore's brother throwing up some bogus stuff. Like, their offense, when it comes down to crunch time, is bad if Kawhi's not being the superhero.
0: Yeah, and it's, it's even deeper than that. Like, when the Warriors are going on this run, there is no time out to, like, you know, put no. a Band-Aid over things, change up any game plan. They were just letting them boys play. Mm-hmm. At, what was it, thirty to, to six to 34-6 to run or something ridiculous like that? Not a single timeout. It's kind of crazy, especially when your bench was playing like ass and then the Warriors' bench was looking amazing. There's usually, mm-hmm. like, some timeouts, some yeah. substitutions or something. And I'm not blaming Tyron Lue for the loss mm-hmm. because, at the end of the day, the players still got to play basketball. Mm-hmm. But it's just, like, small things like that just calling the timeout when there's a big run going on could help. I don't know if it would have, because sixty seconds may not slow down Steph Curry, but you might be able to change something defensively to make it a little mm. bit more tougher. I, I don't know. It's just it's one of those games where um, it's gonna get the Clippers clowned because it was on national TV and it's against the Warriors, a team that they should not blow a twenty point lead to.
2: Yeah, yeah, you talk about that bench. state. I, I, I think they're gonna trade Lou wheel this season. Man, he's not he just has two, not
0: been good. He's just he, been
2: bad. He, I feel like it's because he's on the Clippers. The role he's playing with the Clippers is not the same role he's been doing like these last couple of years. Like he's always been off the bench. He's been like the dude that handles the ball a lot. And my job is to score, facilitate. This time it's just more of like they, they try to do the little triangle offense and have a little bit more ball movement. But he's standing in the corner. And please tell me what Lou Will does on defense if he's not scoring and giving you assists. Literally no. nothing.
0: You're playing 5-5. <laughs> right. So I think My that- think
2: down block yesterday, though. You shocked the world with that one. What
3: happened, yeah. The chase down block yesterday because it just kind of shocked everybody,
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're not doing that that often, but I feel like that he he could still go on a different team that needs scoring off the bench and still give them 20. And there's, he's out- a, there's
0: a little bit of animosity between everything, too. When you when you watch mm-hmm. these interviews, like Lou will be throwing little jabs here and there, he'd be just throwing little jabs at his teammates and stuff,
1: yeah. I mean, before the season started, it looked like Lou will was gonna be a guy that would move Mavericks, take mm-hmm. teams like that, that had interest, uh. I, I'm not gonna overreact to the loss. It is a loss, it's a bad loss they shouldn't have had. I, I agree. That was just my main thing. Is like once they went in that run, cause it was a significant run. Like they mm-hmm. were they were fucking them up. And then they hit that switch and it was like crazy. But um yeah, I, I just think that like at a certain point you just take those guys out. Like I was watching and it was like, Oh, I guess Paul George is about to come back in. And they didn't, but um, I also, like KB said, I'm not going to blame Tyron Lou because it's an early game of the season, and he's a, he's a new coach on a, on a new team. I know he was an assistant, but sometimes coaches do this where they, like, just want to see, can, can we figure it out? Can I trust you guys? And this is how you do it, especially if he comes from a guy who did that notoriously. If, if anybody knows anything about Phil Jackson, he wasn't a guy that called a timeout because the team was on a run. You're going to go out there, and you're going to figure it out, and if you can't, that's fine. I just won't be able to trust you. But this is how you're going to gain my trust, Luke Canard. This is how you're going to gain my trust, or You know, all of these guys are coming off the bench and things like that. And, I, I you know, it came back and bit them. But you, you, you can afford to lose a few games throughout the season to figure those things out. So when it comes to the important times, like the playoffs, you know, my history says – I can't put those guys in for that amount of time, or this group doesn't work, or I can't, I'm not gonna be able to trust. You know that going to the playoffs. So when the playoffs come around, there should be no excuse that we see a similar loss because Tyron Lou, you already had some information to go off of. So experiment and use that and try to feel and gain trust um, during the regular season like this, and then you'll learn in the playoffs. Cause these players need opportunity. That's how Luke Canard, That's the only way Luke Canard is going to get his confidence up to be the player that they may need down the line. Is if he's playing in a game like that and is able to fix some of the mistakes. It ain't high school where a guy makes one mistake and you pull him. You know, you can't. You're not going to be able to do that. You're not paying Luke Canard eighteen million dollars a year to take him out in two minutes because they went on a run. Runs happen. It's a game of runs. You got to <laughs> allow players to be able to, to 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 make up for their mistakes. You know what I mean? And yeah. uh, like I said, this game they won't they won't remember. A month from now, but hopefully, if this is a blueprint that hey we can't trust them, he makes that adjustment and doesn't do it. Apply because that's the worst when a coach has details information about some shit and they still revert to it like that. That's when there's no excuse and a guy should get his get his ass fired.
0: Is it really eighteen million? I know they extended them, but is it that much?
1: I think it's around. Yeah. Damn, that's
3: crazy. I think they gave him for years like sixty-four million. That's crazy. Right.
1: You got the same exact deal uh, Marcus Morris got.
0: Wow. Um, that's a lot of money. I'm just saying that's a, that's a lot of money.
1: Sixteen minutes. I'm sorry, sixteen. Okay. Yes, still, yeah,
0: still. Really? still, yeah, man. Shout out to the Warriors though. Big win for them. Um, uh, back in the playoffs, if the season were to end right now in nine games, they'd be in the playoffs. I which, love is, that. which is good. Which is good.
1: First game playoff race.
0: Hmm. Um, I want to get Derek's opinion on Damian Lillard campaigning for the Blazers to trade for Draymond Green. Um, uh, it was, a, it was a big topic a couple of days ago.
3: It's interesting, but uh, besides, like, draft picks, what do the Blazers really have to offer besides C.J. McCollum? And I don't really think they would be willing to deal C.J. for Draymond Green. I feel like if you were to try to make that deal, you would want to bring those three together. And I don't really see much that the Blazers have that the Warriors would want.
0: Mm. Okay. So, I could see it. I think that, yeah, we haven't seen...
3: Like, I don't know.
0: Are you interested in potentially trading Nurkic? Would you be? I, I
3: know it's Draymond Green, yeah.
0: Wow. Now, that's a, that's, a, that's a 180 from earlier in the season. No, 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 no.
3: It's not even a 180. It's just I know how impactful Draymond Green is, and I know that we could probably, like, slide in um, another center. We could find another center, but Draymond Green is just that good. And down the line, he's going to be playing small ball five anyway. So That's
1: why I think it's irrelevant it's because the Warriors know his value. Right. Yeah. I'm trading him for Durkish. When They know what he brings to their team. Nothing yeah. Nurkic can be the whatever. All the dream scenarios you throw out for Nurkic, there he can be that. But Draymond for the Warriors is just a different type of impact. But I mean, I, I can't blame Lillard for wanting them. Apparently, they are close friends. Did y'all see them go at it?
3: Yeah, they were barking on the court when they played.
0: No, I didn't see that.
1: And Draymond was like, we, we won without, we won one without him. So you know they was talking about KD or something because uh, Dane was like, should I win one with KD too? And <laughs> I was like, we won one without him. <laughs> hey, we won one without him. I was like, hell nah.
0: Um, are you worried about Yusuf Nurkic's early play, Derek? Uh,
3: a little bit, but when you're coming off a leg injury like that, I mean, you, there's going to be his ups and downs. Uh, he's got to get his feet wet. Condition is going to get there. Um, Who's that? Valanchunas. You said what?
0: Him or Valanchunas, who's better?
3: All right now, Valanchunas is better, for sure.
0: Mm. There's so much going on in the league right now, man, with the with the COVID tracing and stuff. Like, Valanchunas got pulled last game because of that. And then the, the 76ers got some stuff going on. It's just mm-hmm. like, it's hard to keep up. But, like, yeah, we knew it was inevitable. We knew that people were going to catch it. You know, it's, it's hard not to when you're traveling and, and interacting with so many people. Mm-hmm. But it's so hard to keep track. Of. It's there hard for me to like keep up because I
1: don't understand it. What like, it's hard for me to keep up personally because I don't understand it. Like, right. like, 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 uh, Valentinus, he doesn't have COVID. Mm-hmm. He didn't. He didn't test positive for COVID. So I don't understand.
0: Well, sometimes it could take a few days after exposure to get your positive test. So he
1: was exposed to it. Yeah, he was exposed yeah. to it. Right. So I like, um I don't know.
2: Yeah, just, like in all the reports, they always just say like it, it's been some first. type of yeah. Like it says like some type of exposure. It never just says like. You know, they got direct contact from a dude. that... If was he was
0: exposed, shouldn't I, uh, half of the motherfuckers right. think And you never that's know; what it could have been serious. a single trainer, it could have been something like that. Um, mm-hmm. but similar, Larry had never had COVID, but he had he couldn't go on the West Coast trip because Chandler Hudson had COVID, and they were working out together.
3: My, he's he's, my, he's
0: my, negative all the time. He's never tested my
1: positive. had his seven days, and as soon as he was able to go back, ten, and I'm like, that must suck. He, which means mm-hmm. he probably did his seven day because he was around exposure. He comes out, he gets taped up by a trainer who tests is negative, and now he got to go back. You're like, damn. Right. Mm-hmm.
2: So, I, Well, I, I hope this is kind of like, uh, just like a consistent rate that it kind of stays at. You know, I think it was a couple of weeks. It may have been like two weeks ago. They were like, they had zero cases of positive right. tests yeah. and now it's already getting to this point. So we could just kind of stay at a real low point and, and be, you know, as, as careful as possible with it. And hopefully, you know, it kind of stays out here.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm not mad at it at all. I think it's a genius. I'm not not a genius thing, but I think it's a great thing. It's like mm-hmm. expose, put your ass up. It is what it is, and we'll carry on because no sense of risking an outbreak. Like we've That's seen great. entire NFL teams like not be able to play, and there's right. need to do that for our league.
0: And I think it was a question mark on whether the 76ers would be able to play today because they had so much like tracing and stuff. And yeah. I don't know if it's They're been so updated. Cool. W- will they play to not- today? I saw um. Vincent Portier tweeted thinking emojis, so I, I either I don't know if that means that they're not playing or because they showed the players that he might go to start. I, 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 I don't know, um, but yeah, the 76ers had it bad because it was uh, Seth Curry, and luckily and he was having a good ass game right
2: before that too.
0: Right, but luckily he didn't play the game that he they found out that he had it because if he would have played, he would expose like the opposing the entire opposing team. I think it was the Brooklyn Nets because that was a game that that right. Kyrie went through through um some stuff. Um. So, we got lucky as NBA fans that Seth Curry wasn't actually on the court, you know, yeah. actually on the court. Let's talk about Kyrie, uh, because in that game, he was a late scratch, and Steve Nash was saying stuff like, we don't know why he's, you know, what's going on, you know, he ain't replying to texts and stuff. And I guess right now, we still don't know exactly why he didn't play, um, but it was quoted as personal reasons. Now, you know how Twitter go. They took it. They ran with it. Some dude came out with a bogus-ass scoop saying that Kyrie just said he didn't feel like playing, whatever it may be. Um, but he didn't travel to Memphis either, and then Karis Laverge off 40.
3: Uh, yeah, I mean, I, the reports are saying that like Steve Dash didn't even know until like an hour and a half before mm-hmm. the game. So I feel like if you are going to like take like those mental health days, you got to tell your boss. Like You got to tell the head guy. You can't tell your teammates. Um, that's kind of my own thing. Like I, I'm all for, like, sometimes you need a mental health day. Um, gotta take your responsibility. But you gotta do it responsibly. You just can't do do what you want just because you're the star. You still gotta tell your guy.
0: I see what you mean. Definitely, definitely. I mean, what I was trying to tell people, if the reports are true that he just didn't feel like playing, which I doubt, um, I've called off work plenty of times in my life. You know yeah. what I'm saying? There are literally times where we were at the gym and I was supposed to go to work in an hour when I was like, mm, I don't feel like going. I'll just stay at the gym. You know, so it is It is not inhuman for, for somebody to call off work. You just put it on a different pedestal because he's an NBA player. Yeah. But sometimes you just need a break. Sometimes you just need a break.
2: I was going to say, like, <clears throat> I definitely got to hear what the reports are. Like, it is a little wild if he just said he didn't feel like he wanted to go hoop that day. Like, his job is to do what he loves at the end of the day. So I always feel like that's a little weird. But I don't know, man. It's just that this is my concern for Kyrie. And I'm not saying, like, this is, like, a a detour or anything but it's just like he has that on his back now like he is a very emotional guy he has problems with the media he has all that stuff on his back and knowing that he is supposed to be one of those leaders in the team it's just you always want to see him kind of work on what he's doing
0: what if he's not supposed to be a leader though who Uh, said he has to be a leader just because he's really good yeah I think
2: so when you
3: are the top dog being really good also doesn't like say that you're the leader like Stephen Curry is the best player on his team, but he's not the leader. But see,
0: but he's, a leader. He,
2: he, he's a leader still, though. By
0: example. but Absolutely. like it's, similar it's to, Maybe Kyrie's similar to like Kawhi. He's not going to be a locker room leader. He can ball his ass off, but maybe he's just not a locker room leader. He's just a hooper, you know, and I think that would be fine. You know what I'm saying? Somebody else. It could be, for example, like Jared Dudley can be a locker room leader. He may not get a single minute of PT, but he could be a locker room leader. Like, just because you're really fucking good at something doesn't mean you have to be the leader. You can just want to hoop.
2: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, I think it's just a tough situation with him just being literally the point guard. And I know it's like we've seen point guard like Derrick Rose. It's not very expressive or anything, but I don't know. He he just is such an important role on his team as the the shot creator and the shot maker, the leader down the stretch. Like, for them to be over the top in the championship, because I know he wants to win one with KD. He's gonna have to be that, you know. It's gonna take more than just it's the, the the two top guys. It's gonna take all twelve, you
0: know. I see what you mean. Definitely see what you mean.
1: I I, I look at it from um, uh, both ways. Like right? mm. it seems like, you know. Okay, I I I look at it from D-Mills perspective too. Like no matter what job it is, communication is key in any relationship, any job. You have to communicate, especially when you're dealing with team things, like. You have to communicate. That's the only problem for me is the fact that Steve Nash didn't know, which means a lot of other people didn't know. Mm -hmm. Um, Because if Steve Nash did know, he wouldn't have told a media person that he doesn't know what's going on. And what that does is is allows that media to report it that Steve Nash doesn't know and allows us, not technically us, but people to come out with their own theory and own reason and their own speculation, which now, creates all of this 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 whirlwind of bullshit and and uh, assumptions that other people may have to answer for which can create friction you know what I mean like if Mike didn't pop up to an episode for whatever reason and now the world don't know what's going on and they steady asking D Mills D Mills may be like Mike bro you go answer I I I'm like I'm not Mike like leave me alone you know what I mean especially like they lost last night as well yeah. It was like now you're dealing with the frustrations of that. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Wait, they lose last night?
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, they did. Oh. Yeah.
0: We carries 40. Damn. Yeah. I must have misread that box. Go. OK.
1: So, um, you know, that that's my thing. Just communicate. I think everybody's entitled to be able to call off. It's a human thing to do, no matter if you get paid, whatever, whatever, who you are, you're famous. Everybody, you know, is entitled to that. I can never tell a human that they can't call off who am I to say that? So I I think he's entitled to feel or do whatever he want to do. Ain't nothing wrong with being emotional. We can't use that as a bad or a negative. I'm emotional. Um, But communication solves everything. If they know, Steve Nash and the team can be like, yo, Kyrie out for personal reasons. He cool. We good. We'll see him, you know, in the next game, whatever. And that's that. We've seen it. Kevin Porter Jr. hasn't played a game this season because of personal reasons. No, Nothing in Cleveland is – and I, I know Kevin Porter Jr. is in Kyrie, but nobody – you know, it's, it's nobody is speculating anything because they just throw it out. The team is communicating with him. They know what's going on, and we nip it in the bud. But if the Cavaliers is like, man, Kevin Porter Jr. going to miss the first 15 games because personal reasons or he's going to miss the first 15 games. We don't know why. I don't know why he's not going to – then it, it, it allows people to start taking – you know, and then Darius Garland has to answer for it. Right. Sexton has to answer – and then it's a bunch of just the bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, Kyrie is just one of those guys also. Right now is his time. And what I mean by that is no matter what he does, he can sneeze and people going to have problems with it. It's like when Kevin Durant went to the Warriors. Kevin Durant, he slept the wrong way and motherfuckers are going to be on his ass. LeBron, when he went to the Heat. ties shoes a way that people don't like on his ass. Kyrie is just that guy. So, you know, whatever reason people just want to be on his case all the time. Let it be. It don't bother him, so I won't let it bother me. Mm-hmm. But I just communicate with the team. That's my only thing because that's who matters, not uh, Brooklyn Lover 4X5 on Twitter.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. But shout out to Brooklyn Lover, man. You a cool-ass dude. Um, <laughs> let's, let's talk about Bradley Beal. He let's has put about. up 101 points in his last two games. Both resulted in the L. Um. I don't know what to say other than that. I just there's so much wrong. This is this is what I've been telling people um, about the construction of this team and why it's not working so far. Who would have fucking expected that the worst team in the Eastern Conference would have been this Wizards team going into the season? No, no, better not but me. The, the Pistons are better right now. They are the worst team in the NBA, actually. Um. And and I want to start at Russell Westbrook. Oh, I know the comment section about to go crazy. I'm going to start at Russell Westbrook because so far this season, he has not been good. I don't care about him averaging a triple-double. I don't give a damn. He has not been good. And you know why he hasn't been good? Because he hasn't got to the basket nearly as much as he did last year. I looked at the statistics. Shout out to cleaning the glass. Last year, last year I think it was like 37% of his, his uh, attempts or something even close like that. 40% of his attempts happened in the paint. That has been cut in half so far this year. He has went from a guy that lived in the paint area, and that's when we saw his best. Remember the two months where he was averaging 30? The team was looking great in Houston right before the season got put on hold. He was getting to the basket like no other. He was leading the league. I think it was like Rudy Gobert, Giannis, and then Russell Westbrook as far as paint points last season. This year he just refuses to go to the basket. Now, I don't know if he's fighting some some type of injury because y'all know Russell Westbrook do that type of shit where he'll be fighting an injury and don't tell nobody to the next season. But whatever it is has to be fixed. Because he doesn't get to the basket. Denny Abdia has been resulted to be a spot-up corner shooter. And we all know. I, ain't, I wasn't no draft expert. But I know that wasn't who he was coming out of, uh, coming out of Tel Aviv. So, like, they're, they're trying to pigeonhole Denny Abdia to be something he's not. Russell Westbrook's not playing at an all-NBA level like we saw for the past decade. And Bradley Bealers resulted to is like, I got to do everything. And he said it himself. They can't defend a parked car right now. It's so much, so much wrong with a team that is that on paper should be good, at least decent, at least average. And they haven't been able to do that. I'm, I'm going to look up these stats real quick about Russell Westbrook because it is crazy. Because when you watch him, you can just see he's taking way too much, too many pull-up jump shots. Mm-hmm. And at one point in his career, them. that pull-up jump shot was cool.
1: It was lethal.
0: Not now. Yeah. Yeah. The team's going to live with
3: that. They're going to give him that shot. No. He's yeah. his most deadly in this one is getting to the rim, creating shots for others. Get his center in the pick and roll. Like, that's, that's Russell Westbrook at his best.
0: Here it is. 50% of Russell Westbrook's shot attempts last season were at the basket. 50%. This year it's at 24%. He went from 92 percentile to 40 percentile. Mm-hmm. And now his his long mid ranges Last year was 18% of his shots. This year it's 35% of his shots. He has doubled his long ranges and got half of his points at the rim. I mean, half of his attempts at the rim cut in half.
1: I wish we could see the game portion Like the first half Like what, what game are we at now? We're like in game 10 and yeah, I, going me, into game 10. Uh, I wish we could take The first 10 of last year
0: But you know it's funny Last year he kind of did something similar right? You remember we were talking about him just not looking good In the first couple months But he was yeah. also fighting a hand injury right? So there was something going on with him And so far we don't know what's going on But it
1: game feels like also, there is For him to flip the switch They, they traded Capella the, bla- the Wizards aren't gonna trade every center. Yeah, right.
2: that, that, that was my thing. I was gonna say that, like that shot to the rim, I feel like is literally cause, you know, nobody was in the paint and they had the centers guarding him. So he could have like, if he, any type of step he had, he was gonna be at the rim. But even if he is hurt, like, I think that the Wizards, the Wizards, like can we kind of expect it to be with Russell Westbrook? It was gonna have to be some type of form of Westbrook we have seen in OKC. And I think the the thing that made them that MVP in the OKC was that mid range. And without that, it's just like we know that you you just trying to get to the paint. We could stack up the paint late in that game where they had where I think Bradley had a sixty. Russell Westbrook hit a late three because he was just standing in the corner, wide open. Nobody was thinking about Russell Westbrook at the end of the game, and he just happened to hit it. So it's like
1: it goes to the conversation. The, mm-hmm. the Thunder Westbrook is is from MVP season, didn't have Bradley Beal. And that's the conversation we were having when we discussed him and Steph. Mm -hmm. If you're dealing with a team with nothing, you want Russell Rushbrook because he controls everything. But as soon as you put him with somebody he has to share with or work with, like Bradley Beal, Paul George, Harden, Durant, Mm -hmm. it ain't the same. And I know he had more success with Durant. That was a really loaded team. It was before he hit who he was. But, like, ever since Durant left and he had that chance of controlling everything, that's when he was just at his best. As soon as you put somebody in the mix with him that takes something away or that he has to share with, not because he's a, a selfish player, but I think his game is just better where he controls everything and it's not mm-hmm. – he doesn't have to worry about – like, playing with Bradley Beal, he – Bradley Beal has to get 25 shots.
3: He has no, to he make
1: does. sure he stops, slow downs, and get Bradley bit Be- If there is no Bradley Beal, he can go all day. You know what I mean? And it's safe, it's secure, because it's, he doesn't have to answer anything. When you're playing with Harden, it's like, Russell, why did you take that three when you have Harden on your team? <laughs> Russell, why did you do that when you have Bradley Beal? Why did Russell do that when he has Kevin Durant? When he, it's him, and it was fucking Victor Oladipo before he had ever done shit in the league? He had, it was nothing to think about. We were all like, Russell was supposed to take that shot. Russell mm-hmm. was supposed to do that. Russell was supposed to do that. So now he's in the situations where he has to think, that's his biggest weakness is thinking the game through like a, a, a point guard like a Chris Paul would do because he's he's not naturally a point guard. You know what I mean? So I think that's his biggest weakness is when he has to share and that's what sharing does. Sharing makes you stop and analyze what I'm, what you're doing. His biggest strength has always been attack, go mode, no second thinking, no second questioning. Um, and even the success he had with Paul George and Paul George MVP season, Paul George is just Shooting the ball super crazy, like you know what I mean. He was All shooting right. the ball great, so Russell Westbrook could still be the attack person he wanted to be. And you know, but as as much as we're talking about Russell Westbrook, Scott Brooks has to be, you know what I mean, like that's the biggest thing. Because outside of Russell Westbrook, this team is still solid. Uh, we're talking about a guy who's averaging 50 points in the last two games by himself. Uh, Thomas Bryant isn't a slouch of a player, Troy Brown Jr. is solid, Denny Avedia is much better than he's been used and, and, and as we've seen. Rui Hachamore is a nice talent. That team is too good and too talented to be this bad, and we're going to sit up here and, and act like it's because of Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Scott Brooks, you need to do some shit, and if he's not, Washington, you need to fucking fire him immediately.
0: Well, you know how Washington goes. They always keep the coach two years longer than they but they don't have
1: win. Ernie anymore, so I would think right. that that's true. different yeah. now, especially when you have a Bradley Beal who... At any moment if he does request a trade, nobody's mad at him. We got free Bradley Bill every fucking night. You should be trying to do something. Because once Bradley is gone that we might have to move him to Seattle.
0: Yes, yeah, it's, it's gonna be rough. It'll be rough. Um but hey, if you trade Bradley, do you got Russell Westbrook as your guy again and make that, that can make you a playoff team potentially? <laughs> Russell Westbrook by himself. He could he might be able to do it. He might be able to do it. Um, but, yes, yes, Scott Brooks, I, I didn't want to come in here and act like it was Russell Westbrook alone. I was just pointing out one of the problems. It is majority uh, Scott Brooks. His rotations are weird. Um, Denny Abdiya, like we mentioned, he he probably shouldn't start at this point, but he should be, like, your commander of the second unit or something. Like, have him be a ball handler. That was one of the things he was great at. Let him be a ball handler. And right now, they're trying to turn him into Davis Bertans. And that's, you got Davis Bertans, motherfucker. Why do you need two? Yeah, y'all oh, paid man. him
1: up. Stupid for him to what was what he averaging, 11 points?
0: I don't know the exact yeah. number, but I can tell you he ain't shooting like he was last year as far as his yeah. percentage. 35% from three so far this year.
2: It's either like he's either on fire or he going to be like – he going to get you the
0: average. Which is all – I mean, you want to pay players that do more than one thing, uh, big bags. Um, he doesn't do anything other than shoot the ball. <laughs> $80 million.
2: And he shoot the ball so well, though, he That's like – you. Him you cool with him not doing else but shooting, but if you're going to only be shooting, you better be shooting the skin off the ball, making that dog sneeze.
1: Another $16 so. guy just to shoot threes. Yeah.
0: And then Thomas Bryant is going to be up for a, a contract extension very, very soon. So they yep. got to figure out what they want to do with him. Um, but you already have so much money tied in. Maybe they don't feel confident with paying him when he might be one of the brightest spots of the future, the way he's been playing. Yeah. Um, it's just – it's it's unfortunate because when this trade happened, I was excited to watch this team. And, I was, and it's not fun. I
1: mean, I ain't going to say I wasn't, but, like, I wanted to see Wall in Washington. And yeah. it looked like that's what
3: they missed. <laughs> yeah, well, Wall – you could flip that switch and become more of a floor general S type PG and not try to be, like, that in attack mode all
1: the time. Who knew John Wall was going to be what they were missing? Because mm. the way he's playing in Houston, you put that with them, and they're they're probably better than the Knicks better. with they're the Knicks better. like five and four. They're probably about six and six and three. And we like, hey, the Wizards is decent, low key. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying they would have kept that up, but I just think they'd be better than what they are, one and six, one and seven.
0: Mm-hmm. One of the positives we can say about Russell Westbrook he he does adapt. At least over the past couple of seasons, he has adapted, whether it be mid season after a couple of months. So what we're seeing right now probably won't be the Russell Westbrook we'll see when it's all said and done. Um, but you you want to see him get back to all NBA All Star caliber because at at this moment he's just not playing that way.
2: Yeah, for real. Especially with with Bradley Beal playing the way that he is, that's what always just makes me want to give this team credit, just because they they were so close last year, with literally almost just Bradley Beal carrying them. So I was Who like, the best okay. Kept
1: secret in the NBA. What'd you say? Who's the best kept secret in NBA? It's no right or wrong answer. I just want to see what y'all think. To y'all, take a second to think about it. Who's the best? I'm not putting no gauge on anything.
2: What you mean by that?
1: Who's the best kept secret? I it, it's what it is. Who's the best kept secret to Mike um, her? Who's the best kept secret? There yes. is no right or wrong answer to this, so I don't have to I, I don't I don't want to break it down because there's nothing to break down. Who's the best kept secret to you?
3: Um no, I just I low key don't know what kept secret like me. Like Oh, okay. Give us an example. You can
1: interpret it how you want. Who's a guy that but also who's a guy that's like you feel like he's a secret?
3: Oh, yeah. Whatever
1: way. He, hey, man, this dude, I know he's made an all-star team, but shit, I think he better than all-star. I think he is legit. I think when I watch him, I see this. Fuck what a statistic say. Fuck what a fan might say. It's just me from a couple of years ago with Devin Booker. Man, I don't give a fuck what y'all saying. I think Devin Booker is a top five shooting guard. Or you might see some in the player like, man, I know a lot of people, this motherfucker right here is the dog. I don't care what nobody say. I'm not looking for it. Nobody's opinion. This is what I think. I watch him play and I think blah, blah, blah. And the reason I ask is my dad called me and told me he is. Mm. He's like, because he, he know I like this dude a lot. So he's like, man, I've been watching this dude. No, he didn't even say that. He called me. He like, yo, I got a question. I'm like, what's up? He like, man, how good is Zach Levine? I say, Zach the shit, to me, you know that. You know that's my boy. I think Zach is one of them guys. You know what I mean? I think he's talent-wise is the top five shooting guard in the league. He just plays for the Bulls. He's like, man, I think he number two.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he, like, he like, and obviously, you know, it's things know. that go around, but – yeah. You look at when I watch him play off the I test, he don't it's nothing he don't really he really can't do. He make the game look so simple and he so we was having that so I'm thinking, Wish y'all got it. Y'all may look at and a lot of people may say you either bugging or they might even agree, but it's just like
0: mm-hmm. definitely good. definitely not to that scale, but the guy that immediately came to mind was De'Aaron Fox. Okay. I, I, I still think De'Aaron Fox is fucking great. And I mean it does hurt that they, they went on those that loser streak and yesterday they couldn't defend nobody. But I do believe that De'Aaron Fox has all-star potential. Perfect
1: answer.
3: I was thinking, like, uh, one of the first guys that came was De'Jounte Murray or Jamal Murray. I think both of those guys.
2: Um,
1: Perfect answer.
2: Oh. Yeah. We were talking about Jamal Murray yesterday, Mills, uh, me and KB. And I was just asking, like, it, it's so hard to rank Jamal Murray. Because it's just like for one, like as a point guard, he also just he only averages like three a couple a couple of assists because he plays with, you know, Jokic, who's the best passer in the league at that center spot. But it's just like if you talk about scoring the ball, Jamal Murray is up there. Like Mm -hmm. he's very efficient, he's not many things he doesn't have in his bag,
1: right? My only knock on him is that it's not consistent. Uh Right. Some nights he give me thirty seven, one night he'll give me sixteen.
2: Yeah. One thing I can say
3: about DeJounte Murray though is that yes,
1: my that's my guy. That's
3: different from Jamal Murray is that even if he's not scoring the ball, he's playmaking, he's playing defense on other teams as play uh, he's there. kind of he's rebounding the ball real well. So he's kind of one of those dudes that's kind of just stuffing the session and impacting the game more than like Jamal Murray would be.
2: Yeah, I can see that.
1: I like that's a great answer.
2: I, I'm gonna say this about this guy. He's already he he's already a star, but Brandon Ingram, I think he, he's he got another level to reach in terms of like, I, I think he could be a dude that's in MVP talks or in a dude that can definitely lead a team to like a final just because, I don't know, in his bag, he just seems like the way he's grown over the years. He went from a dude that was kind of like, you know, they were comparing him to KD because his length or whatever and like that. He could he could score the ball, but now like he's actually looking like a KD at this point. Like when I talk about the Pelicans not having this, they, they shoot the ball well sometimes. But we all know their spacing is not the best. But like you when you it? have yeah, when you have a dude that doesn't have the best spacing, but he could just still get it done when the defenses are all collapsed on him, it's that dude is just a natural scorer. And we all know he also he can also rebound, play defense, and, and distribute the ball. So I think he's gonna he's be like first, an MVP type player in this league when, when it's all said and done.
1: He's the first Kevin Durant comp that hit. You know, that Kevin Durant comp gets thrown out to any lanky tall.
0: third, And yeah. they
1: like and it never hits. It's never not even close.
3: Didn't Andre Drummond say he played like Kevin Durant?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes, draft? he did. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so. Track four of if you're reading this, is too late. Know yourself.
3: <laughs> Another one I would say is probably C.J. McCollum. I think C.J. McCullough is pretty like a kept secret, in my opinion. Uh, I think he's a playmaker. He's underrated. When I say that, people are always looking. But if you watch him, he's very good in the pick and roll. Like this season, his assists are really good. Like, up there, he's had, like, a 9 and 11 game. He's top six. five and scoring, too. Yeah. So, like, he's a he's a good
1: dude to have.
3: But really. y'all
0: Portland fans love to be underrated.
1: Underrated. Just I'm love like, I'm y'all said some good answers. I don't even know who mine. I don't even know if I had, like, I am i don't know. Y'all had some good answers, though, better than I expected. Because I, I didn't prep good? y'all before I students that this at y'all. Mm-hmm. I, I would probably say, who was I just about to say? Um,
3: Jackson Jr. was on that trajectory to becoming like that type
0: of. And then okay. I do, I really do I, like. I just Jones. had
1: somebody in fucking mind, Derek. Why you just talk? Stop talking
0: now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Why, he,
0: why you think on a lesser scale? Um, Miles Bridges on a way lesser scale. Miles Bridges has been really good this season. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah I like him, especially alongside Lamelo.
1: Oh, Jalen Brown.
2: Oh, 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 that would
1: be my nice.
2: Yeah, shout out to Jalen Brown. Might be the.
1: Hold
3: that duo over there in Boston is
1: right. that's why I didn't want to say Jalen Brown because he's, he's hooping right now.
3: Hey,
2: and he's you all star level right now. That's
1: Yeah. It's
2: instead of Celtics fans being happy they got that duo too, they're gonna say who playing better. Who who the better player now? Right. Why
0: do they, they want come. to compare their own bros, bro? Just let them hoop.
1: I literally was live with my boy Combos, and they that's all the Celtics fans were to talk about. It's I am like, bro, no, one dude specifically just wanna talk about Jason Tatum, like. Y'all disrespectful because we because combo said that Jalen Brown is a lot closer to Tatum Mm. than people think. And he was like, you disrespecting Tatum. And I I stopped it. I'm like, Wait, wait, wait. That's not not play for your team. Yeah. (laughs) So you're now disrespecting Jalen Brown, who's on your team, too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. That's not a disrespect to Jason Tatum. That's just praise to Jalen Brown. I, I think that's what it is. But you know why they do that, though? People love for you to talk about their team. So if you could talk about their team, two pieces on their team at the same time. Ooh, they go crazy. Feel like it's only
3: for that team, though. Like you don't see like Anthony Davis and LeBron being compared, even though they're like both in no, that top. I think top you do.
0: No, team. I think you do. I think you do. It's, it's, a, it's people, a goof. People do make that conversation. Who's the better player on the team? And nah,
2: it killed. It killed me last year, and they was like, oh, Anthony Davis led led the you know all the major categories for the Lakers, and he carried LeBron. Like, right. The best thing about LeBron and AD is they just don't care. They all know what's the main goal. Who so, better? Name a CJ. KB I mean, said,
1: Miles Bridges. I won't. To do I want y'all to do a lesser degree one too. A lesser one. And I got one more last one after that
0: one. Maybe like a four four fifth starter or bench player that y'all think could be way better. Because Miles Bridges, why y'all thinking about it? Miles Bridges coming off the bench has been amazing. Like PJ PJ Washington ain't had a great season so far. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that he should be benched so Miles Bridges can start. But Miles Bridges has played his role very well. He's super energetic. And then he had the early in the season, I remember he had a Tracy McGrady moment where he was hitting all the threes and almost led a comeback for them. Um and his defense has been improved over his career, so him, him, him starting could be the move. But I'm not, I'm not trying to bench P.J. Watson right now based on a couple bad games, not yet. Um, give Malik Monk some minutes too. I don't know why the hell that.
2: I'm i I'm go like, man, these are like I would say a pair. I would say the the two wings for Atlanta, Cam and, and DeAndre Hunter. I think they're really gonna be special. Uh, I think they have All Star quality once they get to like you know, a couple years in and they kind of figure out what, you know, how to mix with Trey Young well, but I really like them. Like the leap that they made in just one year, you could tell, like it's showing in the Atlanta Hawks record and everything. So we're
0: going to talk about the Hawks in a little bit, because something came up on Twitter that people uh, took and ran with. That would
1: have been my answer instead of Jalen Brown too, John Collins. Mm -hmm. But,
0: um, what you got, D Mills? Um, on a lesser level, I was thinking,
3: uh, I like Ma- Maxi Cleaver isn't terrible, but I feel like he's one of those dudes that he's kind of just, he just kind of just fits a role and he plays mm-hmm. it well. He bends and he shoots the ball. Big he moments just kinda, the other night too. Yeah. I like Maxie.
1: Then last one, because I don't even know who my last degree with, the opposite. So who's the worst kept secret? Who's the motherfucker that's just like, he good, but y'all motherfuckers got him on shit like he ain't. Like, he, uh, he like, y'all,
0: he, you know what I'm saying? Mm. he. <laughs> I know what you're saying. Uh, Not that he's
1: bad, but it's like, it don't have to be a player that's bad. But it's D'Angelo like.
0: D'Angelo Russell.
1: Okay.
0: Not saying that D'Angelo Russell's bad whatsoever. He's been okay this season. But, like, even with him as my second best option. I don't know if we're a playoff team, bro. I got
1: a guy. I wouldn't say it, though.
0: Just, hey, it is. People going to clip. they gonna, they going to tweet that to you a month later once the players start doing good. I don't care no more. Uh, I'm not rooting for D'Angelo Russell to be bad or anything. You know Just, I never gave a damn. Yeah. He's, Tyler he's, he's Hero. He's a good man. player. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. That's not bad at all. They made him the savior after his rookie season. Yeah.
1: Tyler Hero is my worst kept secret, bro. Tyler Hero is good, but I think he's more Mike Miller than fucking Reggie Miller.
0: They're trying to make him the point starting point guard, too. 2K changed his position to point guard because that's what they have but him running.
1: But I, I like that more. I think that could help him elevate. But, like, as what he what he showed us, his trajectory was just, like, he's going to be a solid scorer. Don't know if you're ever going to build a team around him. People like are trying to
0: put him on the level of the future of, Devin, like, the next Devin Booker. Devin, but I, that's crazy. Do that at all. I'm not saying it's impossible either, but I'm just like, right. that's unlikely. It's just unlikely at the end of the day. And I'm why happy. are
1: we rushing? Yeah. He has, you know what I mean? Like,
0: yeah, that's not a bad pick at all. Shout out to Tyler Hero, though, man. We got love for you. Yeah, Same thing with D'Angelo Russell. We got a lot of love for you, but we just.
1: Yeah, you know. no disrespect. We're just saying, y'all fan base is be sipping on some
0: scissors.
3: A guy I've given criticism before, uh, Siakam. Uh, mm. I always- think the
0: world has changed on Siakam this season, bro. Oh, yeah. He
3: already kind of made last year, always? but.
0: No, no, nah, last, last year. He was great.
3: Was good. And then it just kind of seems like his game is always like a way that you could defend it. Like I when it. I was watching him last year, it kind of seemed like you could still defend this if you have the right scheme. And now teams know exactly what he's about to do and what his go to moves are. And you can see it's definitely affecting him.
0: That's a really good pick. He makes it so hard for himself. Yeah. Like he just wants to make the try to take the difficult shot. When in reality it could be a lot more simple than that. So that's a really good pick. I I I can see that. I could definitely see that. I saw a trade that had the Bulls trade and they whole goddamn team. No, no, no. It wasn't the Bulls. It was um whoa, they had Siakam getting traded for somebody on Bleach Report. And it was like, why the hell would this team do this trade for Seattle? <laughs> Hold on. Okay, Mike, if you got your player, go ahead. I'm going to see if I can find this article really quick because I was mm-hmm. I was r- really really some they
3: this? Some of recently, but they turned it down because, but the Raptors turned it down because they didn't want to give him up. I think it was I can't remember who.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Woj was talking about it on
2: on something. Uh, I'm going to go like in a two-way. I, it's just I, and these are Lakers players too. For one, I, Marcus saw he's a cool ass saying it. Oh, my but damn, but damn, I miss Dwight Howard. Damn, I Mr. Dwight Howard. Like that man, Marcus saw his ass don't work for nothing. And then my other other saying it is, my chest is, is a hell of a dude, ended a hell of an energy player, but his ass is okay. He's okay. He was balling against the bulls, and it killed me when uh, he hit, hit uh, who was it? He, he he had hit uh he had hit Buddy with like a pump fake and he jumped at him and then he went and oh, body Yeah, Daniel Gafford, Daniel Sixers Gafford.
1: Yeah, will play.
0: Sixes will play. Okay. Yeah,
1: Mike Mikey has to get irritated with uh, Montreal. That's why I had to text you like, hey, that even Thaddeus Young posting his
0: ass up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but he just six 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 seven big man just not really away.
0: Um, I cannot find that article. Damn. It has Siakam getting traded for somebody. I seen, uh,
2: I seen somebody comment It was like, hot take, J- Jeremy Grant better than Pascal Siakam after this year or something like that. I yeah. just seen a whole bunch of people saying like Siakam is going to be Grant, dropping. I'm a hot take. That's realistic. No, it is.
0: <laughs> I think it, it was the Atlanta Hawks trading. I swear, yes, this is what it was. It was the Atlanta Hawks trading John Collins, DeAndre Hunter, and like some picks for Pascal. Right. And I'm like, whoa. Um, yeah. I know He had might some be, picks.
1: Let's open it up to the John Collins talk then. Yeah, I know
0: it might be a little bit of waves in that, but that's crazy. Okay, so if you don't know what's going on, uh, John Collins had several issues with Trey Young running the offense in their their um, film study session or whatever, saying he wants to be more involved and he's not a big fan of the way Trey Young controls the offense.
3: Um, There's nothing, nothing wrong with that. He's not a lie detector.
1: Yeah. Not a lie detector. As
3: a um, guy
1: who just watched my team beat the Hawks, I was so happy and ecstatic when Trey Young was taking them early shots and the shot clock and missing when Austin awesome mm. Rivers and then was clamping his ass up at the end of the game. And mm. he just kept pressing and wasn't getting his teammates involved, even though I know he is a good passer, but I think this is what makes teams great, especially they're young. So they should be open to talking to each other. And I think the hidden part in that, because I read the article is John Collins was asked about, it and said, Trey Young is my brother, regardless, like, you had that we li- We just live in a soft ass generation now, where you can't mm-hmm. tell nobody shit. You can't hold anybody accountable, and that's why we see so much failure. We've seen so many high profile high school players not be on shit. Mm-hmm. We've seen so many guys coming to the NBA. They were hyped, not be on shit because nobody can hold them accountable. They don't want anybody around, and that's gonna say, "Hey, bro, that left hand is powerful now." But when you get to the league, LeBron. It's going to stop this. You may want to get a right hand. You may want to get a dribble pull-up. And as soon as you criticize somebody or hold them accountable to try to get them better, they don't want you around. They think it's hating or like, Mm -hmm. oh, he's a hater. And it's like, that's why every... That's why it's so much failure. So many different people trying to do different things and they flop and fall on their face because you can't be told shit. You know what I mean? So I think that... I I would encourage it. Like, you know what I mean? And they should have a relationship with Trey Young and say, you're right. But also... You know, I'll take that. And then maybe five games later, he tells John Collins, bro, you remember when you were talking about me getting you the ball? Well, you got to be a little bit more aggressive when you're doing this. And then they can get better. Kobe and Shaq didn't win three rings because they weren't telling each other shit. Mm-hmm. They actually had beef. Yeah. They had beef because Kobe was telling his ass, you need to be in shape. You know what I mean? Like Trying
0: to bring the best out of each other.
1: Michael yeah. Jordan was punching motherfuckers in their face. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, y- y'all love those stories. Y'all love that. You love the last dance because you can see how great Michael Jordan was. But then it's like in the reality of I it, mean, y'all also don't love it because y'all all soft as shit where John Collins can't tell Trey Young maybe we're some better shots we can get than an early Chuck in a shot clock.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I feel like that's part of being like teammates. You gotta hold <laughs> other accountable. Even Jimmy Butler recently came out and said, Me and Bam, like we both we gotta we gotta be better. We gotta like the whole team need to be, be better at closing out games and giving more effort. And that's just shit you just got to say sometimes. Sometimes you just got to come out and say it. Maybe you
1: shouldn't Same thing, By the way, huh? here. we do it to each other here.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Hey, sports,
3: we know we
2: know. do that everywhere. We be on the court and we get on D Mills' ass. And we be, me and Pierre feel like D Mills don't even want to play with us as we hold him too accountable. Because we know how good D Mills can be.
0: Hey, that video that just got put in the group chat earlier today from Terrence when it said Prime Draymond. Mm-hmm. You remember that day we were at the gym and Derek was on our team and he wasn't on shit. That he got on the other team, and was dogging.
2: Yeah, let me put
0: it yeah, look at look in the um in the Snapchat chat.
2: No, but uh, accountability is too crucial and just what makes the NBA team just get past that top. And Trey Young is a hell of a player, right? Probably, I, I don't know what his usage rate is, but he's pounding right. that ball, you know, <laughs> yeah, damn near all day. But I think that it's a different it's a different level, and he's still young and learning. But it's just like sometimes you just gotta give it up. Let your teammate touch the ball. Let them do whatever instead of just having them early. <laughs> what is that? Put it in front of listen. your face.
0: Put it in front of your face because it's gonna keep trying to focus your face.
2: I love the run back too. That's yeah. that. He dimes this guy. Up. Look
1: at look at his celebration. He was so he happy running back. He he was was so happy. Happy. We held him accountable. <laughs> That's the back the backstory of that video, y'all. Is we was playing with D-, D Mills earlier. He wasn't on shit. wasn't running up and down the court. We was telling them, bro, you got to at least run back. Get on, you know, hold him accountable. He didn't like this, so he didn't want to play with us. Next game, he's like, I'm gonna sit down. I'm on my period. My pussy hurt. So, <laughs> that out. so then he got picked up because we won, and he played with a bunch of guys that didn't know him, and they were one of the guys he, he I trained. trained. I trained you. <laughs>
2: I guess they the had a ball. they had a teammate chemistry boost after he found that out.
1: <laughs> but they were young guys who didn't care. It didn't know D-Mills, probably was scared of him because he's so big and didn't want to tell him shit. So they let him just walk up, take his off, and D-Mills played better because nobody was telling him, like, come on, bro. And that was the the story.
3: Hey, we got a dub. They did get a dub
1: Because Mm -hmm. you had set out, though. We had been playing. We was tired. (laughs) (laughs) And also, the dude that you trained, hey, hats off to him. Y'all did win. He had some crazy shit. He was taking some shots that was making you mad, yeah. but, they yeah. <laughs> but then he made two of them. Off the backboard, 40 feet shots off the backboard type shit.
3: Yeah, when somebody started making bash, I thought that you was just got to just say, hey, that's his game. You just going to take bash.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you just live with it.
0: Um The last thing I have on the agenda is the NBA expansion. That has been rumored. Um, I think it was the mayor or the senator of of Washington slash Seattle said they they're extremely optimistic about Seattle getting a team very soon. And there's going to be a bidding to try to get between L.A. and Seattle at like 5.5 billion dollars or something like that. But it looks like we're about to get a 31st NBA team, y'all. 31st NBA team. I just y'all like it. It.
3: Seattle
0: deserves something. They do. It.
1: They do.
3: How does that actually work? How do they get players on that team?
0: Oh, okay. So, um, expansion draft, right? So, all thirty NBA teams get to get to um, protect up to eight players on their team. The rest of the players get thrown in the draft, and then Seattle or Las Vegas, whoever gets the team, gets to pick from the pool of the players that weren't protected. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've been seeing a lot of people on Twitter best go through this that team.
1: expansion draft.
0: Who's the best player? that um, mm, Who's the best player in that expansion? Ooh, that would be
1: say- a good. That'll be a good way for teams to unload money.
0: Yeah, that's what, about, that's what I was about to say, Tobias Harris, right. but he's playing very good. So, I don't know if you want to unload his money.
1: You might um, think of the team with Russell, Blake. They like, we ain't
0: protecting that. Russell. My fuckers had, they, don't, they don't, don't, don't keep drumming on that Cavs team or something like that. Bro, Um, this, and the NHL, they had an expansion team. And that team went to the Stanley Cup because they just had yep. good players. They just, they, they they I think they lost. I think it was. Las Vegas Knights or something? I don't know, but they had an expansion team and then they made it to the finals because there were so many unprotected players. They were good, or maybe on bad contracts, or they had they drafted players that were on good contracts and then traded them for the people on bad contracts and then still put together uh-huh. a good team. Hmm. Like expansion is so we haven't had an expansion and in our adult lifetime. We were babies, right? We yeah. were babies. Last expansion, no, no Bobcats, Bobcats, Bobcats. Yeah, um, I'm What's super that, like, excited 2004? for.
3: So cool. basically
0: off the top of y'all head, who would be the best player to not get protected on your favorite team?
2: You can keep eight, right?
0: You can keep eight. I
2: don't know. Probably like Austin Rivers. Right. Maybe. I guess
0: all of our teams don't really have like bad contracts or anything like that.
1: Maybe too good, But I mean, they will protect him now. They
0: protect him now, yeah. I think Otto Porter might not get protected for us. That's probably the best we can do.
1: M- mellow, Maybe. mellow D-Mills.
2: Yeah, that's Carmelo. Yeah, see, probably Montrez Harold.
1: Maybe Rodney Hood. Emails.
2: Let me see him, bro. Rodney Hood, eight,
0: bro. I think that's interesting. Two K is so ass. You can't even do this in Two K because the Suns don't protect Devin Booker. Huh?
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you you can't
0: even have fun in Two K because Two K is just ass. They don't protect Devin Booker in expansion. Devin Booker just gets to Seattle all the time, hundred percent. So,
2: but I look at it also like just. It, just think about all the like the eight players on the team that are just solid. Like Wesley Matthews would probably be somebody we we might not be able to keep, but I think about him just being a role player on a, a nice team. Oh.
0: It's gonna be solid. <laughs> Wesley Matthews is the reason I won last night. He got a torch on. He hit like I four wish... threes in the fourth or something like that. I was I needed the Bulls to win that game so much because I wanted to talk so much shit. Bro, <laughs> man,
2: man, I, I wish the Lakers didn't even give y'all these teams a chance. I wish they would just come out in the first half and do what they do. Well, we're good. We're a good basketball team, all of a sudden. So. Y'all, look y'all fold though when it comes to that crunch time. It happened once.
0: They fold like a laundry man. Did we, did we mm-hmm. fold or we just missed a that's, shot?
2: That's that's the best thing about the Lakers when they end those. No, no, no. Bo- Real
0: question though, did they fold or did we just miss a shot? Y'all folded. How so? Y'all, y'all fold because. We came back. Yeah, better shot. Y'all were winning in the fourth. Y'all were up by eight in the fourth quarter. We came back, motherfucker. I don't know, man. I don't Seen think like we folded. Can... Zach Levine just you missed the back. open shot. Y'all
1: came back for nothing. Y'all could have got a
3: better shot. I it's it funny because Stacey King, after that shot, was like, he should have kicked it to Thaddeus Young. Yeah, he's
0: Young hit yeah, he... He all backboard two shots before. So, yeah. I'm good. I'm good on that. <laughs> Zach Levine <laughs> had like 30-something.
3: I take it to the cup.
0: He had 38 and like great efficiency. He had hit that shot a couple times in this game alone. So I was I was okay with the shot. I was okay with the shot. Best player I player on the court. You weren't taking that shot besides me. nobody. He's the
1: Best player in the, in the state of Chicago or well, the second best behind me. But I mean,
0: mm. in the in the state Kobe? of Chicago. I mean, <laughs> city of
1: Chicago, the state of <laughs> Chicago. Bro, in this fucking uh, podcast.
0: <laughs> All right, go Bulls. Um, we'll see y'all on y'all Tuesday weekend. <laughs> Are we in a we in a play in right? No, we Not. lost, so we're the twelfth seed now.
2: Y'all was gonna check, choke that lead anyway. Y'all won't go. Yeah, y'all everybody else go in the playoffs,
1: right? D'Niall,
0: y'all in the playoffs? Oh, so. yes, they are. Yeah, I'm looking at it. They're they the next in the, the playoffs. Nicks in the Bim- playoffs.
2: Bim- they got that boy Austin Rivers
0: out there looking like he back in high school.
1: Fifth seed, fifth seed. The Miami
0: Heat aren't in the playoffs, which is funny right now.
1: All right, and stop tweeting me asking me if you should be worried about the
0: team. Seven games in. Bro, Yeah, nice you be worried about the Great. So, here, here's Art a tweet worked. from Woads before we end, before we end. Here here are the players that are good to play today. Ben Simmons, Tyrese Maxey, Isaiah Joe. Uh-oh. Okay. Dwight Howard, Dakota Mathis, Tony Bradley, and then Joel Embiid, Danny Green, and Paul Reed. So,
1: some young guy's about to get that run. Paul today. Reed
0: about to put, put uh, DePaul on the map, man. That ugly ass jump shot. And that's
1: Paul Reed, man. He's working out with EJ. <laughs> all right,
0: we'll see y'all on Tuesday. Tuesday. Leave a like. Um, rate us on all audio platforms, and we'll be back.
3: Peace. Peace.